0: to the voice of V podcast where i talk about things that matter to me might matter to you and in the end just might foster an understanding of perspectives realities and what makes us who we are we live in love in a great big diverse society of people and until we start to talk to listen and think we're not going to make progress sometimes heavy sometimes not but always from a place of good with an intent to do no harm. That being said, I make mistakes, so feel free to reach out, and let's talk about it. I am V, so let's get to it. So as it is, Serious Sunday, and I took a week off, I, I've i had a lot of things on my mind, a, a lot of heavy things. Um, a lot of things have been in the news lately, Um, a lot of big topics that I really consider myself absolutely no expertise whatsoever. Um, In fact, that's most things, um, if you want me to be perfectly honest. I mean, I am just an average citizen who has opinions, has a perspective, which affects those opinions, and to the best of my lifetime of 50 plus years of experience, both from my personal perspective, from listening to friends and colleagues over the years over different topics, I use that historical information to kind of assess, you know, not really my opinion, but kind of the the where's, the why's, the, the what, and oh my gosh, and no, and yes, and and everything. Um, it, it's just, I, I, I don't have solutions for most things. I mean, I have ideas. Um, a lot of times, uh, I just, I think some things are just, most things are just way above my pay grade, to be perfectly honest. Um, one of the topics this week is the loan forgiveness package. And I have mixed feelings about this, Um, but I don't even want to discuss the loan forgiveness per se, as much as I want to just sort of free associate about the real elephant in the room, and that is the exorbitant cost of education in this country. Now, full disclosure, I went to college in the late, middle to late 80s, Uh, paid my way, I had Pell Grants, Um, I did not graduate at the time, I didn't finish, Um, I jumped into my field and realized my pursuit of the degree within that field was not in line with what I wanted to do, and, and I just I I ceased pursuing that degree. Um, I left with no debt. Um, books were probably, you know, expensive then just as they are now. I mean, obviously there's an increase because of time, but the tuition is definitely not what it is now. I returned to school in um, 2012, to finish my degree and was able to do that uh, through a program afforded to government employees because the degree was in public administration, which I have. Um, Extremely affordable. Books were not part of the program. Those were to purchase. Um, I was lucky enough to not have to purchase too many books because we were in a cohort system where we could share books, and I'm also the kind of person that I can learn from listening. Um, But that's a whole other story. The the point of what I'm trying to get at here is around the world, education is provided for in some form. And I'm talking about post-education after. I'm not talking about, you know, up through high school i'm talking about college education and there are a number of countries that provide this education at a very reduced rate or free of charge because those countries see that education as a worthwhile investment that will come back tenfold and that's how i see it honestly um an, an educated society um, is going to propel us all forward um, in so many areas. And I just, I feel like years ago, I don't remember what year it was, what decade it was, whatever, when there used to be government subsidies, and again, I'm not an expert on this, um, government subsidized a lot of colleges around the country so that education could be more affordable. And we got away from that and tuition just continues to skyrocket. We've got people, I I personally know people who have master's degrees, good jobs, and carry this debt. Um, And they are what I would consider to be recent graduates within the last 20 years. And I've heard comments by, I won't name names, but certain politicians about basically disparaging certain degrees, um, and and that really rubs me the wrong way too because you know there are areas not not everyone is going to go to the level of the salary range of being an attorney, but there are plenty of jobs out there and 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 when you when you look at job descriptions like uh on on hiring it's it's astounding to me that on one side you're going to have government officials disparaging people for well why did you go and get this degree and whatever and they disparage some particular degree basically saying that it's a worthless degree and yet they do apply to jobs because if you look at these job postings some require a bachelor's degree in whatever that profession is, and some require a master's degree, some even more so up to a Ph.D. But let's just look at the master's degree. That is a graduate school degree, and you can see postings for positions with corporations um, or large government Uh, entities that the requirements for the job are a master's degree and let's just say two years of experience in the field. And then the salary is laughable. You're talking about offering an absurdly low salary to someone who has spent four to six years in college to obtain said master's degree has walked away with debt. And then the salary just doesn't even match, you know, for what the experience that they're asking for. And so, you know, there's there's a couple things here that, that come to mind when I see these types of things. I mean, I, I part of me thinks that if I had a child right now who was preparing to graduate from high school depending on what their interest is honestly in a lot of ways at this point college is not worth it and that's my opinion um, it, it just isn't unless you're going after something very specific the return on the investment just really is is not there it's not there. So, from from a purely financial standpoint, you know, I, I would encourage young people to consider vocational training, certification training. Um, there are a lot of very good programs out there. And again, it depends on what you're interested in doing. If you want to be an attorney, obviously you've got to go to law school. If you want to be in the medical field, you've got to go to college. Um, but I I think. As I said in the beginning, why does everyone even have so much debt? And the answer is, number one, tuition is high. It's absurd high for one of the richest countries on the planet. Book costs are absolutely ridiculous. And, and they can say all day long that, well, you can sell your book back. Well, that's just garbage. Been there, done that. You'll pay $120 for a textbook, and you'll go to sell it back, and they might give you $27. And if you think that the next semester, the next person, well, they can buy it used for maybe $40. No, because usually the professor in the class requires the new updated edition. And this, I'm not even going to get into this whole racket of book publishing, but you can look it up. It's been well established that, and I'm not going to name the names of one of the particular companies, It's a racket. It's a money machine. The textbooks are a money machine. And, you know, to place the blame on people for the financial situation that they're in when the country they live in, A, doesn't seem to place much value on secondary education, um and they certainly don't place much value in hiring an employee who has said secondary education, but they offer them just these cruddy low ball salaries. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, uh, case in point, my career kind of stumbled into my career and I went through a couple decades of said career without finishing my degree and there was at one point where I was making more than degreed and state-certified engineers and I earned that salary. I don't have any problem. In fact, I was probably underpaid and that's another story altogether, but my point being is the persons that went to engineering school, passed their engineering tests and got their certifications for the state um, were're getting paid less and and i that always kind of rubbed me the wrong way i I, I used to I always thought, oh this doesn't really make any sense. Um, you know th- they should be and then I, that's when I started looking at the job descriptions and then the hiring rate. it just it blew my mind, and that was kind of the beginning of the slide. Of salaries really not keeping up, especially with inflation, so whether or not this loan forgiveness is fair from one aspect or another or is legal from one aspect or another i 'm not even going to speak to that because i 'm not i 'm not familiar enough with it, but I just it really bothers me that 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 people come away from pursuing higher education with so much debt it it makes no sense to me that, that we, something has got to be done about the high cost of education in this country we, we are very quickly sliding behind so many other countries in terms of education and i just it just bothers me and that that's really what's been more on my mind this week with this particular news story than the news story itself um, i'm blown away when I hear the level of debt that some people are in it It blows my mind because it wasn't that long ago that I was in college and it it was a fraction it was just a small fraction of what the tuition rate is now and I just it, it's like everything else you know our our salaries are not keeping up with the cost of everything else. And and I think you know kind of what I'm getting at there. But that's another story for another day. The other big story, and before I say anything about this, I'm gonna preface this by simply saying that I'm just gonna free associate my thoughts here on this and the basic, basic knowledge that I have. I do not have experience in this area. Other than, again, I'm just an average citizen from the outside looking in to this big issue and trying to understand um, the classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. And for what I see is the lunacy of this entire situation. And in 2018... Trump himself made it a felony to mishandle classified documents. Yes, he himself made the punishment even greater. He also appointed the current director of the FBI, Christopher Wray. So when I hear people screaming about the FBI, you know, the fans of Law and Order and Back the Blue and and all of this and... I just, I have a really hard time wrapping my head around this politicization of now the FBI. Um, The unauthorized removal and retention of classified documents or materials references back to the 18 U.S. Code 1924. You can look it up, you can read it for yourself. Um, There are a number of people... Who have paid the price for either mishandling documents by accident, or on purpose, or for whatever the reasons were? David Petraeus is very recent. Sandy Berger, uh, Harold Martin, who was actually a subcontractor, um, I, I believe this. They were called the shadow brokers. Um, he was never actually even really connected to the shadow brokers, but he got nine years in prison anyway. Um, Jerry Lee, Elizabeth Jo Shirley. I mean, these people got, you know, nine, 10, 19, 20 years in prison. Um, and I never understand the argument that consists of, well, so-and-so, fill in the blank has never been accused, indicted for, or convicted of whatever fill-in-the-blank. Well, if John Smith has never been accused of, or, well, no one has ever done blah-blah-blah, well, I don't understand that. Because precedent gets set at some point, and if you're the first person to do it, Well, guess what? You're the the precedent. Um, Whoever that first person is that does it, that's irrelevant. It would be like saying no one's ever died from drinking too much water. Well, it's happened. Um, I don't know who that person was, but it's happened. No one ever thought it would happen, but it did. And never mind that these actions were carried out by then-citizen Trump. He was no longer the president, at least if everything has gone according to the schedule that has been set. This was after he left office, as he was leaving office. So, and and if it wasn't, then he maintained them as citizen Trump. So there we go. Okay, so citizen Trump at some point is involved. But the bigger question to the whole situation is, for me, and... And again, full disclosure, not a fan of the former president. Respected him when he was in office because he was the leader of our country, but not a fan. What bothers me is the the bigger question for this whole situation is, who else facilitated the removal of all of those boxes in the outgoing move from Washington to Mar-a-Lago? I was thinking last night, hmm, was the insurrection a distraction the whole time orchestrated for the purpose of the removal of these boxes? I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I may be way off base here. Um, But if this was the case, I'm curious to know how those patriots would feel if our country's security secrets have been sold to the highest bidder. For the... T-S-S-C-I-level intelligence, which is known as the top secret sensitive compartmented information materials being removed, is very alarming. And if you don't know what those are yet, you can look it up. Um, A very simple Google search will take you to the government's website where you can read the accurate information for yourself. Um, I just, I have trouble understanding how in any scenario that this is okay. Um, I have known people over the years with high levels of security clearance, and they took that very seriously, as did I. I would not dream of even beginning to start to ask any questions, first, because it's not my place. And second, they took it so seriously that should I do that, it would certainly end our relationship immediately. Um, These people have been in my family they've been f- their friends, coworkers. Um, it wouldn't matter. I'd be out. Period. Done. Um, and we don't know where any of this information has gotten to. I believe that that's kind of what's happening right now. That's my understanding that they're trying to figure those things out. But from just one aspect, I mean, I remember... When the U.S. hockey team beat then the USSR in the 1980 Olympics, it was an out-of-this-world celebration. And why? Why? Because it was ingrained that the Russians were our enemies. And this was huge. Um, uh, Us beating the Russians in hockey, it was just a huge thing. It was a massive event. Um, The Cold War with Russia. Red, bad. Rocky fought a Russian. The Hunt for Red October mocked their ineptness in losing another submarine. Fact or fiction, the message was always the same. We were like cross-state or inner-city rivals on every level. So, with all of that, among so much else, there is no issue among his supporters that this weird, kind of cozy nature of the relationship between Trump and Putin, I don't, I don't understand why this doesn't bother them. I mean, really, somebody out there, send me an email um, and help me understand. Um, because I spoke about the issue of trust, <clears throat> excuse me, in an earlier podcast, and this is another instance. Uh, former President Trump, has breached the trust of the country, plain and simple, simply by handling these documents in such a haphazard matter. Never mind what else comes of this. Um, I've read a couple of reactions of members of the military, uh, former and present, who have been trusted with high-level security and each said they would be in prison if they had done what is even alleged in this case. And they would be there until they died. See, despite my feelings about the former president, this this is not political for me. Seriously, it is not political. I have always been a country first over politics person. And my reasons for that, have been that we as a country evolve and change over time, and we must be willing to adjust. The state of present politics simply does not allow for that. Um, My voting record will clearly exhibit my willingness to see the bigger picture um, and choose country over party. Um, When things shift... And become party over country, I will always die on the hill that puts humanity over all else and the people who put country over politics and and the bottom line is when it comes to national security, we cannot have double standards. If you break the law, you go to prison according to the law therein. I just I I really really have had a lot of trouble with this because you can't and now I'm I'm really just going to free associate off the top of my head. My my bullet points are gone and I I'm starting to my mind's starting to wander towards the reason why I tend to not bring these topics up and that is because people lose their minds. And it becomes political. Oh, my God, you're one of those liberals. Oh, my God, you're one of the blue voters. Oh, my God, you're... Di- you know, the people that know me would disagree. Um, first of all, I don't fit in any particular box. Um, I just... This is not a political issue. And seeing Um, an unlawful act twisted politically by some citizens in this country just blows my mind. I mean, do do you really not see the seriousness that potentially exists with any breach of these documents whatsoever? There are human lives at risk. Soldiers around the world, military people, intelligence people, informants, people that our national security system relies on our safety in this country and the people we have around the world rely on it. And if even one person is harmed because of the sloppy handling of whatever's in these boxes, that's one too many. And I I, I cannot get past what has happened. I just, you know... I had a government job for a number of years, 13, 14 years. Um, When I left that job, you know, in terms of scale, it's nothing compared to being the president of the free world. But I can tell you that um, you don't leave with anything. For myself, I mean, my God, I was concerned that I even had one of those one of those binder clips at home wrapped around a bag of potato chips and because, you know, everybody loves those binder clips. But, you know, that's not my property. That's government property. Um, you don't take government property, I don't care who you are. And when it's property that has very sensitive information in it and it leaves the protective environment where it should be I just help me understand somebody reach out help me understand um, I was going to talk about a couple of other things but I'm getting a little too long winded here so reach out um, maybe, maybe next Sunday I'll, I'll talk about some of these other things I had on my list um, but I don't want to take up too much of your time I appreciate you tuning in today. If, um, if you'd like to support this podcast, please share it. Tell your friends. Share it on the socials. Um, there's links in the show notes uh, for other ways that you can support. Um, until next time, we'll do Upbeat, upbeat Wednesday coming up. Some lighter topics, not heavy like this. Think about this and, and let me know what you think. I would really appreciate an email from anyone, a call. Reach out to me and let me know what you think. If I'm wrong, hey, call me on it. I'm wrong. It's fine. I will admit error. But just as an average person, this is kind of where I sit with these particular topics. Anyway, um, take care of yourself. Take a little time for yourself.